Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) How are you? I am good today, and I put emphasis on today. Okay. Okay had sinus issues that have been driving me bananas. Yucky. I know. Yucky. Well, I am doing fine. Reporting live from the city of Wakanda. Because <laughs> I am now officially a citizen of Wakanda. Because I went and saw the best film. What everybody is talking about. Black Panther. Oh, and she yeah. is crossing her arms right now. Wakanda forever. I'm about to take a picture of her. <laughs> she wants to get a picture of me representing for Wakanda. So, um, if y'all are listening, then I'm not going to try to do any spoilers because my co-host has not seen it. Yeah, and I would totally kill her if she did a spoiler. <laughs> Seriously, so don't worry about that. But it was everything, um, and we'll get to about it a little later, um, because the show is going to be all about black excellence. Anyway, um, so that was really the most exciting part of my weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I had some, like, uncomfortable, like, kind of, like, boring stuff. Had to go to the dentist and have some dental work done, so, ugh. Mm -hmm. Um... I got my hair braided over the weekend and um, went to church today. And um, so it's been it's been a pretty, like, good weekend. So, yeah. I've done a lot of my stuff during the week, thank God, because I would have been miserable not being able to do stuff over the weekend if I had right. it planned to do. So I did get my brows done, so I'm really excited about that. But they're starting to go away now, but they'll come back. Tell us about this brow situation. So I got microblading done recently, and everybody's like, is it painful? Does it hurt? Mm -hmm. It's more uncomfortable than painful. I mean, it is a form of tattooing, but it's with a much smaller needle, and it's like finer point. So you can hear her scraping. So, like, you know how you hear the dentist scraping on your teeth? Yes, that annoyed me yesterday. Yes, Uh uh-huh. So, it's similar where you can hear the scraping of your skin with her doing the strokes. And so, that's a little like, okay, I can hear it, but you have to try and tune it out. Thank God she has music, and then, you know, we talk and easy to get along with. And so, um, it's more uncomfortable than it is yeah. as far as painful. But there were some points of it that were a little painful. And what they do is after they put the strokes on, it's very dark. And it looks like it's going to stay that way. But what happens is, it's just like the layer, the first layer, and it starts to fall off. And you think, my brows are falling off. You can't, like, wash them really. You can a little bit, but not, like, with regular makeup remover you have to use like a very mild soap use a q-tip you can't touch with your fingers so Um, that sheds and then mm -hmm. and then they start to so you can see that she's my brows are a little fuller up top from what they were yeah um and the colors a little bit darker yeah and it'll start to come in even more and then i go in for the second session for her to touch it up for any parts that she missed Mm. And so so I'm like a full. permanent tattoo that's right there and stays. This is kind of like a process of like 
it'll like after she goes back in, then it'll be like they'll look the same forever. One to three years. Okay. Yeah. So it depends upon how much pigment your skin will take. Um, and then you go in and you get a touch up again. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, for the microblading. Yes, I'm very excited about them. Yes. Well, what are we talking about today? Black excellence. Also, hashtag black magic. Woo, black girl magic. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> As we are over here chair dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are rounding out Black History Month. We've got two more weeks left in the shortest month of the year. But that's all right, because we have come in strong. It has been an amazing February halfway so far. And so we wanted to dedicate this podcast to... Black girl magic. Yes. Yes, because we are black girl magic. We have black girl magic listeners. And we have black boy joy listeners. And we just want to celebrate who we are. Yes. And talk about folks that are killing it in the entertainment industry, politically, and just talk about what this whole concept of black girl magic is about. And empowering and uplifting our community and just having pride in ourselves. Yes. And I think it would be most, what's the word that I'm looking for? The right way to kick this off Mm -hmm. is to talk about the person who founded Black Girl Magic. I mean, where did it come from? I know because I admittedly do not know. So educate me as well because I, like probably most people, started seeing it in um, social media. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard of Black Girls Rock. That had been around, and we know that's Beverly Bond. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Shout out to Beverly Bond. Black Girls Rock, amazing initiative. And now, award show. But I don't know much about Black Girl Magic, outside of the fact being that I am. <laughs> magic. Full of Black Girl Magic. Well, a lady by the name of Kashan Thompson... She created the concept, and what she did is she was she coined the term as well, too, and she wanted to have something to really create a dialogue centered around the achievements of black women in an online social setting and to celebrate us and to give us a voice. And so she created it in 2013, and it has grown into what it is today. Mm-hmm. And that's where it came from. I love it. I need to get me a t-shirt that says Black Girl Magic. I know, right? I've seen a couple. I need to just go ahead and purchase one of those so that mm-hmm. I can properly represent. Um, I mean, I think it's great. And like you said, I started seeing the hashtag on social media. So what she did, um, it's great to see how it's taken off because that's really what it's done. And so now, anytime I'm doing something with my girls or I'm shouting out somebody who's done something great... Or just, like, just being us, or whatever. Um, I use the hashtag Black Girl Magic, and it was so cool because this week I was watching Good Morning America, and for Black History Month, they have a segment, and Robin Roberts was introducing two dope queens. Um, and I love you, them. Yes, and it was a Black Girl Magic segment, and I was, like, sitting there and, like, took a picture of, like, my TV, because it was just so great to see... This black woman anchor, Robin Roberts, who is like everybody's favorite auntie, big sister, mm-hmm. depending on how old you are. And um, 
introducing Two Dope Queens. So, if you don't know, Two Dope Queens is a podcast um, by Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson. It's one of my favorite podcasts. They are comedians, black women in that comedic space where there's very few black women. And one of the reasons she had them on is because they are killing it because they now have their own HBO special. So they went from being comedians and turned that into a podcast, and that podcast has now been turned into an HBO special, which is basically their live podcast on HBO for four um, nights. They have a series special. Hashtag Black Girl Magic. Yes. And so it was so great, and they were on there talking about being um, African-American women in the entertainment space and being content creators and I think it's just so dope uh, what they're doing in the entertainment space. And speaking of that, you think about Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like, being one of the first black women to ink a huge deal with HBO. And again, this is somebody who started with a YouTube channel and then a book. And now an HBO special, Insecure, absolutely has blown away everybody. Hey, we are addicted. Addicted. Like, can July get here? Right. I'm ready for season three. I'm like, it's one of those shows that, like, keeps getting better. Like, season one, I was like, okay, yes, I'm here for it because it was fresh and funny. But then season two was like, oh, my God, like, this is good. Like, I'm a part of the cast. Right. I still, <laughs> listen, I still find myself, like, rewatching a few episodes that I'm sitting around. Not much going on. It's like, let me rewatch some episodes of Insecure. And I did call you one day. I was like, what you doing? You was like watching Insecure. I was like, girl, didn't you see that already? <laughs> that final episode is just like my favorite. I've watched it at least 10 times. That's um, funny. But on top of Insecure, she has also now inked a deal to do two more shows. I know. Hashtag Black Girl Magic. Okay. A woman killing it. Creator. And, um, and she was very intentional about the cast and the writers and the producers all being people of color as well and black women. So loving that. And then you think about Lena Waithe and the way she's killing it, being the first black mm-hmm. woman to Is take... Is she from Chicago? Represent Chi-Town. Okay? She's from Chicago. <laughs> and so she won the Emmy, you know, mm-hmm. um, first black woman in, in comedy writing to win that Emmy for her work on Master of None and now she inked a deal with Showtime for the show The Shy which mm-hmm. I am actually loving. It's really good. I really like it. I was like not so sure um, and I don't have Showtime so I was like let me do this little free trial situation and see and I was like okay they can go on and get my eight ninety nine. <laughs> right. For the next few months, because I am loving um, seeing that. And again, so she has the shy, Emmy nominated, and now she's just inked a new deal to do a comedy series show on TBS. Mm -hmm. I saw that just like yesterday or something like that. So again, Black Girl Magic all in the entertainment space. And you know, when I, and these are what looks like newcomers, but Lena Waithe goes back to girlfriends. She was working on the set of Girlfriends. Issa Rae has been around for a long time. Two Dope Queens, like, they've been, you know, in this space for a long time. And um, so I think about people like Ashonda Rhimes, who I think has paved the way by what Shonda Rhimes has done with the ABC Network and really building that 
it's paved the way for them to open up these opportunities for black women yes. to uh, do what we do anyway, which is be excellent, but actually not giving us the dollars and the opportunity to produce amazing content for Because they see that when we produce the content that there are people who want to see the content that's going to support the content and make it bigger and better and it's profitable for them. And it's not just people who look like me and you that are watching these shows. Absolutely. I mean, so they have uh, mass appeal to um, a diverse set of people and TV viewers. Mm -hmm. So I'm loving that black girl magic in the entertainment space. Yes. One of the people that I love in the entertainment space is Solange, a.k.a. Solo, um, a.k.a. Saint Records. No, I love Solange. Let me not shade. (laughs) Solange was recently asked, she said, they said to her, why are you proud to be black? And she stated, watch us walk, watch us move, watch us overcome, listen to our voices, the sway, the resilience, the innovation, the raw, unfiltered, and untouched soul we have cannot be touched. Bravo. That's right, girl. Come on. Black girl magic. Yes. Say that again. And Solange, I mean, with her album, A Seat at the Table, that came out a couple of years ago, I mean, Mm -hmm. she kind of like bubbled that black girl magic up too because it was like she was being her her authentic and unapologetic black self. Yes. And um, the content of the album was Don't Touch My Hair. So all about black women and our hair and um, cranes in the sky. So she just really, um, I think a lot of more women started identifying with her and her music and what she was doing for the culture and for black women as a community. And if, if you don't understand what Don't Touch My Hair means... I'm just it means don't, don't touch don't my touch, hair. Right. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of different nationalities want to come and touch a black woman's hair. Oh, your hair is so pretty. Can I touch it? I am not a pet. I'm not a dog. Come on. Don't touch my hair. Now, I'm going to tell y'all this story. <laughs> so, if, if anyone knows me, I've, I've been natural for seven years, but I wear a lot of protective styles, braids, things like that. And... To my um, melanin-deficient brothers and sisters, so my Caucasian and sisterine and brethren. Right, right. It's very different. You know, they see my hair, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. So, I'm at church. I know which one you're going for. (laughs) Y'all, I let her have a pass because she was definitely somebody's (laughs) great-grandmother. But it was a little old white lady. (laughs) Came up to me. Not only did she touch my hair, she did not even ask. She just came up on me and started rubbing her hand in my twist. I had a mambo twist at the time. Oh, and was like, your hair is just amazing. I love it. And I was like, thanks. God bless you. And all I could think was, don't you know, don't you ever touch a black woman's hair. And I'm in the house of the Lord, so I got to behave, Jesus. Ooh, and she was like, I said somebody's great-grandmother, and I was like, bless her heart, but I was like, she don't know. She don't know. Solange wrote a whole song about right. it. Ma'am, excuse me, let me play something for you real quick to help you to understand right. some things. And it's not that we think you're going to mess up our hair. It's right. just that, like... We're not a dog. Right. 
It's not anything to be petted and touched or whatever. Right. And I mean, I do respect people who are like enamored with it. And I have had, you know, associates or friends like ask, do you mind if I like touch it? Like, it just looks like it feels so blah, blah, blah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, hey, y'all listening. (laughs) Hey. Don't touch. And if you really want to touch for whatever reason, if you just want to like feel it, ask. Please. Okay. Don't reach. Just ask. (laughs) Give me the opportunity to say yes or no. Exactly. All right. Now we're stepping down off the soapbox. (laughs) So while we're stepping off the soapbox, I got to talk and just love this girl. And no, it's not Cardi B, but I guess I do love her. Um, And she is black girl magic. (laughs) I digress. (laughs) She's going to just cough on that one. Uh Uh-huh. The shade of it all. I need some water. So I do digress. And I'm going to talk about my girl, Tiffany Haddish. Oh my gosh. She ready. <laughs> she just signed a two-year deal with HBO to develop a new project. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Black Girl Magic. So I am like so excited for her. Not only that, she did, of course, of course, last year, Girls Trip, and she mm-hmm. was the breakout star of that. But not only that, she talked about Groupon with Jill and Wait um with Jill and Waiter. I was gonna say Jill and Waiter, Lord. Well, there we That's go. They got funny. a new name, Waiter. I, I do that sometimes <laughs> when you switch up the first and last. That's funny. <laughs> Jill and Waiter. <laughs> so Will and Jada. And she was talking about the Groupon when they went on the trip. And they were like, What's a Groupon? So yeah. that was like hilarious. And they thought it was gonna be like just a group of of was it a group that of people? That girl Jada said that she thought that it was a group of people that go on something. Right. Right. <laughs> so Tiffany and she didn't like, want oh. Tiffany to be alone, the only person with this group. <laughs> so her and Will went with them, with her, and they didn't know what to expect. And they were like, well, should we not go? And Will was like, yeah, we're here. Let's just make the best of it. They went and had the best time, but they didn't know that it was because it was a discount. Right. And Tiffany was like, I don't have that money like y'all have. Like, I'm new to this game as far as, like, coming up in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do Groupon. So, now, not only that, she has a deal with Groupon. She's doing Groupon commercials. Super Bowl. Yes. I just saw another one just recently, and it wasn't Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What I love about that is that she is like a for real Groupon. They said that like she is like actually one of the highest like users when they looked at her activity. She was using it, you know, prior to her success and then she continues to use it. And um I, I do love that story. I love yes, that. Yeah. I do. It's hilarious. And she is absolutely hilarious. So I can't wait to see her HBO specials um come on. And a girl, I hope they paying you and they ain't trying to stiff you. Mm. Um, hashtag I love us for real right Monique yeah right (laughs) let's talk about that though I mean you know that kind of became a joke or whatever Mm -hmm. just because of I think Monique's approach and the call for the boycott but I think that's a relevant conversation around what we're talking about now listen to all these people we've named that are killing it in uh, the entertainment space you need to pay us. So that gap needs to continue to be closed when it comes to not only women, but black women in that entertainment space. Because like you said, Tiffany Haddish, Issa Rae, Lena Waithe, we are showing that we are worth it and that we will make these companies money. And so I think 
Monique's approach kind of rubbed people the wrong way because everybody lives for their Netflix. Right. And but I think what was behind it, finding out that they lowballed her that way, is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it. Uh, I bet you Netflix won't do nothing like that again. Because they'll get called out for right. it. Right. So they, they probably haven't seen the decrease in sales because we know folks ain't doing up their Netflix. But it definitely has left um, probably like just a bad reputation for them. And I bet they will go all out now to make sure that the next black woman they offer a special, they're probably looking for somebody they can snatch up now. Because mm-hmm. Tiffany's with... Um, HBO, it sounds like now, Wanda Sykes spoke out too about how they lowballed her and she's moved on. Now, Netflix has done a lot with black men, Dave Chappelle, Little Rail, Chris Rock, but they're going to be looking for the next up-and-coming black comedian, and I bet you they will get those numbers right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. Another person that just had something recently while we're on that one is Viola Davis. She had an interview yes. with Women in the World um, where it was posted on Essence Uh, today on their Instagram, and so that's where I saw it. And so they were just talking about basically how she's seen as the Meryl Streep, the the black Mm -hmm. Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm. So people, producers and directors, they call her the black Meryl Streep. Mm. She was like, where's my black Meryl Streep money? Mm. Or where's my Meryl Streep money? Not black Meryl Streep money. Where's my Meryl Streep money? Right. And they are like, well, uh, um... So she's calling them out, and she's hey like, up. look, you got to pay me. I have all these accolades behind me. I've won Emmys. I've won Oscars. Oscars. Yes. Like, she has done this. She's been in the game for a long time. She is we know what she's a yes. t- drama, how to get away with murder. On a on major a, night, exactly. on a major TV uh, lineup. So why not give her what she's worth? That's good. Speaking of, you mentioned that Essence posted that on their Instagram. Speaking of Essence, the ultimate Black Girl Magic headquarters. Yes. And they recently made the headlines because Essence is now officially 100% Black owned after 12 years of being owned by Time. Woo! Now that's Black Excellence. That is Black Excellence. And so... Richelet Dennis, who is the founder of Shea Moisture, so another black-owned company, um, formed a LLC, Essence Ventures, and bought Essence Communications from time. So with that purchase, him being black, they are now officially black-owned. And not only that, when they were with time, you know, they were just considered a company underneath them. But now with Essence Ventures, the leadership of essence which has black women in leadership are now partners in the company love that so they are part of the board as well as in management and so hello talk about empowering black women that is just so amazing essence come through so it's great and essence i love it because it has stood the test of time and it has really been through a lot of ups and downs i remember when they were acquired by time and Things started changing. You saw the advertisements not just featuring black women. And people were a little uncomfortable. We all rode the wave with them, though. Mm -hmm. I I never really saw people talk about boycotting and things like that. Because I think we realized, like, Essence... I mean, I remember being a kid and having Essence magazines. And my mom, you know... So we kind of held true to it. And I'm so glad. And it's so good to see that they are 
back, you know, black owned and that Richelet is just, if anything, looking to expand the company, give it more of a digital presence and do some things with that. Um, but you know, they're still going to keep running the way they've been running. Um, just bigger, better, and blacker. Hey, and on that note, why don't we do something bigger, better, and blacker with Essence? Why don't we support them? Why yes. don't we subscribe to their digital presence if we're not already subscribed? Why don't we go and get a subscription to the magazine mm -hmm. if we're not already doing it? That's because right. that way we support them and then in turn they're supporting the community because they're bringing us information that we need. Yeah. That is black excellence. Yes. Now I know we love running down to the Essence Music Festival. And that's all good. But we still got to get those subscriptions. So yes, yes. Um, and then too, um, we talked about Black Girl Magic. We talked about Essence. Um, let's talk about someone who's always in the pages of Essence and who we all are now getting our beauty life from. And that is Miss Rihanna. Re I'm a Rihanna Navy. I'm one of those two. I have yes. loved Riri since album one. Hey, Riri girl. Yes. Mr. DJ, something on the replay. Hey, <laughs> turn the music up. So we all know, I mean, just six months ago, everyone went bananas when she released Fenty Beauty. Yes. 40 shades of foundation all shades of brown, all kind of, no matter what skin tone you are. Because you know, us black women, we come in all shades. Where they do that at? Fenty Beauty. Hello? She is, I mean, it was like clear when she came out who I'm here for. Mm -hmm. Who I want to make sure has representation in the beauty industry. And that's my sisters. And I gotta tell you, someone who's worked in the beauty industry for a long time... Uh, I worked, my first job was with Clinique, and they didn't have necessarily colors back then to represent all shades of uh, in different tones. Uh, they did have a color for me at the time, which was great, but what about my darker sisters who mm -hmm. also wanted to get Clinique? Mm -hmm. So fighting, this is a fight that has been long overdue that needed to be won, so I'm so happy that it's someone like Rihanna who has come forward and push through and that we are supporting her in doing this. And I am wearing my Trophy Wife highlighter right now. It looks so speak. cute. Thank you. I, so I love the products. I have been matched for a foundation um, and it was a great match for my skin. I bought the highlighter. I bought a few of the glosses and I'm not the only one making purchases because with only being out barely six months, she is well on her way to surpassing sales of those other girls, the Kardashians, <laughs> makeup lines. And I mean, to give them credit, people buy their stuff. So Kylie Jenner's Kylie Cosmetics made $18 million in one day. One day when her lip kit came out. Ooh, I'm about to call Chris uh, as my manager. Okay. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's line made $10 million in one day. So Kylie Jenner's line has been out two years and it's raked in $420 million in sales. But that's all right. Miss Riri, in less than six months, is reportedly well on her way to surpassing them. The WWD reports that Fenty Beauty sales in its first month alone were five times that of Kylie's and 34% higher on the following month. 
So like I said, Kylie made $10 million in one day. So they're already saying that in its first month, it's done five times that. So when those numbers finally do come out for the year, guess who's going to be the top one in the beauty? Rihanna. Come for Rihanna. Black Girl Magic. Hey. Oh, and I just got to give a shout out to somebody. I don't know if you guys really know her or have heard of her. But I really like this girl, and I've been a fan of hers from the very beginning. And her name is Nina Parker. And Nina Parker is someone who used to be on TMZ. Um, and, yes. Miss Gossip Girl. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. And that's um, who she is. She used to work for um, as a call center agent for Verizon. Mm. And then she moved to L.A. with no place to live to pursue a career in the entertainment industry. And that's when she went to go work for TMZ. And so she was with them for five years, and then she left them, and then she joined the Love of um, Love and Hip Hop family to be the host of their reunion specials. Yes. So she's doing that. I've seen her on Being Mary Jane as the guest star. Yes. I've um and not only that, she's on Access Hollywood Live and E. I saw her on the um, E Grammys red carpet. Yes. The after party special. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, girl. Yes. Like that's black girl magic. You start like started from the bottom. Now we here. Come on, Nina. I love it. Speaking of, you made me think of Nicole Kane with um, Hello Nicole and mm-hmm. Nicole Bitchy. Mm-hmm. Now she had a celebrity gossip site and she stepped away from it. You know the Lord. Hey Jesus. She <laughs> she said God. You know she felt God calling her away from it. She didn't want to be in that space of celebrity gossip and things like that she wanted to empower and so she took a risk by closing up i mean she was making a lot of money you know with ads Mm -hmm. and you know we all be running to the shade rooms and all that stuff now and she relaunched as exo nicole all about women's empowerment and it had been a struggle and she was well received but she shared how it still wasn't easy um building this digital platform, starting doing events. She moved to New York. Well, recently, her company was bought out. And, you know, sometimes when people buy you out, they're like, okay, take all your stuff and go. She was bought out, but also, like, partnering with um, Will Power Packer Mm -hmm. of, you know, Will Power Packer Productions. The man behind Girl Strip, hello. The man behind... All the Think Like a Man series. Mm-hmm. And he wants to do more with women. And he saw her site as one that was really already doing so much great in empowering women. And she had a great digital presence and platform. And he wants to invest in her and grow it. And so they're partnering together. And, you know, she shared about, like, what a blessing that was to her business because she had been struggling, you know. And sometimes... You you have this passion, you have this goal and dream, and you just know you're called to do it. You know it's your purpose. Hello. And you can encounter setbacks along the way and financial um, strain. And so, what a blessing for a black man, hello, black excellence, to come in and support one of his fellow sisters, but also see it as a business investment. Because he sees what she's doing, and he knows if I put a little more money behind it, and th- this can be great. So I Absolutely. wanted to shout that out when you talk about the bloggers and, you know, content creators in that in that space that have kind of done more on the entertainment side, how 
it may not be like the HBO, the Showtime big deals, but they are like killing it on a level on some of these, you know, social media and digital platforms. And speaking of Jesus, I got to give a shout out, not just to Jesus, but I also got to give a shout out to Drake. I know we're focusing on black girl magic, but we're also Mm -hmm. talking about black excellence. What Drake do? Drake has been coming through with his new, uh, uh, CD or album called God's Plan. Girl, you did not say CD. <laughs> I you know, right? Age. I know, <laughs> I know. Girl, it happens. So, did you, okay, this is random. But did you see where Best Buy is going to stop selling? CDs? Yes. What does the world come to? That's like when they stop selling videotapes and Blockbuster closed down. Okay. Also, another <laughs> side note: Did you know that blockbusters were still there? The yes. last blockbuster closed like a couple of uh, months ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was any left. I didn't either. That I was know. funny. Outside of CNN, anyway. So yes, back to Drake, and not, I just I got a crush on Drake. I love me some Drake. Champagne. Hey, coffee. Drake. Anyway, not my style. Whew. Okay, I just had a moment there. Just had to <laughs> rel- relax, relate, release real quick. But back to Drake, he is doing like literally God's plan. So mm-hmm. what this album is about or what this video was about, because he was shooting a video for it. So I don't know if it's a single or if it's the whole album or what this is. I think just God's yet. plan is a single. And he yeah. shot a video for it and he has bought like he went to a grocery store um, in a community and like bought groceries for everybody. Mm-hmm. He gave away millions of dollars to this school he invested in this one lady that was like having a hard time. Mm. Like he's been doing all of these great things. And to me, that's just black excellence. I mean, God is telling you to do something with it. He's speaking to you and telling you to, uh, this is not what I want you to do. I want you to do it this way. And when you open your heart and open your eyes and your mind and, and just listen and pay attention, you can do different things. And that's just not to say that black people are the only people that can do this, but that's what we're focusing on. Um, so it's black excellence that it's coming from him. And I love you, Drake. Speaking of <laughs> love and black men, this is a perfect way to round it out, to go back to what we spoke about in the beginning, <laughs> which is Black Panther. So, whew, if I may, like I said, Drake ain't really my style, but what is my style <laughs> was just about every brown skin brother. Mm-hmm. Up in uh, Black Panther. Hey, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, hey, he Boo Hey. Hey, Michael Bay Jordan. Hey, Boo Hey. <laughs> hey, Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> hey, Boo Hey. And then we were introduced to a new uh, character. When you see this movie, you're going to know who everybody is talking about. It's, the actor's name is Winston Duke. Mm-hmm. And he plays Mbatu, part of the Jabari tribe. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> wait till you see, and you know what I'm talking about. Hey, so, <laughs> so there's a lot of black excellence in Black Panther. Hello, the name says it all. Is he a snack or is he a meal? Ooh, he's a five course meal. Woo! Okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to be that loud, y'all, but that just took me off guard. You're talking about snack, honey. Um. <laughs> So, so let's talk about Black Panther for a minute. And I'm talking about um, all those fine black men in the movie. But you best believe the sisters were representing in Black Panther. So, first of all, let's talk about it. Black Panther came out Friday. Today is Sunday. The numbers are in, people. $192 million for its three-day debut in North America. 
that is the fifth biggest movie opening of all time. Hello, all time. The largest opening for an African-American director. Hello, ever. Shout out to Ryan Cougar, the uh, director behind Black Panther. He is also the director behind Fruitvale Station and Creed, all featuring Michael B. Jordan. So those two got a little like combo thing going on. He always has Michael B. Jordan in his films. Ryan Kruger is the first ever black director to have a Marvel film. Black Panther is also the second biggest opening for a Marvel Studios film, right behind the 2012 Avengers. And this is the first Marvel film with, like I said, a black director mm -hmm. and, a fur and a predominantly black cast. So, we talked about the men. Let's talk about these women in the movie. I mean, I just simply got my life. Denai Guerrero, and I'm sorry if I messed up her last name, but she's known for The Walking Dead, and she did Eclipse on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Lupita. I don't even have to say her last name. Right. Just Lupita is mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. She's in there. And then a newcomer, Letitia Wright, um, who plays the Black Panther's sister in the film. She is excellent. And then, hello, the queen, Angela Bassett. Right. Okay? So you want to Goals. Goals. Body. Hello? You want to talk about strong women in this movie? And what I loved um, is, is the Black Panther, and like I said, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I mean, he's holding court and all the women are not just his support system, they are in charge. And so yes. it was just so great to see while this is a superhero film with a man at the center as the superhero, it was so crystal clear that he didn't even do anything without consulting these women that were around him. So the women played the role of his mother, his sister. Um, Denai was the general, so it's kind of like the head of mm -hmm. the army in a sense. And Lupita's character is like his love interest. Um but she's a spy. Um, and so, what, just when you see the film, you'll get it. And so, every time they were on the screen kicking butt um, or doing things behind the scenes, what I loved is that you didn't just see the women kicking butt in warrior style. You saw them behind the scenes with the computers, make you know, all the technology um, behind driving the cars, behind the Black Panther suit was his sister. Mm -hmm. She was controlling everything. And it's so empowering. You know, I think it's great for little black boys and little black girls to see this. See this black superhero, but also see these black women that are killing it, that are, are surrounding them. And so... Let's teach them a different message. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that it said with Black Panther reaching all of these box office, box office heights and really exceeding expectations... Um, that have eluded other African-American titles, you know, it's making a big impact in the industry. And it's encouraging diversity both in front and behind the camera. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's not forget, not too long ago, a couple years ago, we were hashtag Oscar so white. And yes. there was a lot of conversation around the industry. And it's been slow, but it's just so great to see black people killing it in Hollywood. Um, you have Jordan Peele, who's like the first African-American um, with the Oscars now for his film Get Out to be best director, best original screenplay, and best film. 
you know, only the third person to be nominated for all three of those and the first black. Sterling K. Brown, the first black man to win a Golden Globe for drama TV. Um, like we already mentioned, Lena Waithe. And so um, I think it's long overdue yes. that black people are getting their recognition. And I, I just love it. I, black Panther is just the start of it. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to see it. Um, and I can't wait to at least say a couple of things about it next week because I'm going to see it before uh, next time. Yeah, um, and after next week, if y'all ain't listen, you just got to get ready for some spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Wakanda forever. <laughs> and on that, I think we're out. Well, before we get out, I do want to say one thing because yeah. this inspired me so. I had to think about what does black girl magic mean to me? Mm. And so I wrote a little something, so I just want to recite it real quick. It's black girl magic is sparkle and shine that black women possess. It's inspirational and motivational moments we have to empower us as a race. It's successful magical moments that's so freaking dope. The term needed a hashtag and started a movement. It's winning in a world of adversity where we've always been deemed the minority. Hashtag black girl magic. That's a wrap. All right, y'all. So, um, as you know, be sure to follow us on social media at Beauty's Banter, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't already, write us a review. I know some of you all are faithfully listening because you all hit us up on social media. Thank you. Which we love. Text us. But we would love for you to give the feedback on whatever device you're listening. If it's on Google Play. If it's iTunes. Um, and I know those things can be like, oh, I don't want to write anything. But you can actually just give us a five-star rating without writing a full review. But we would really appreciate both. Um, please so, and thank you. Please and thank you. Um, so, yeah. So share. Subscribe. Keep chiming in. Thank you all. Some of you all have wrote in with some topic suggestions. Um, so we want to hear more from you all. So again, beautiesandbanter at gmail.com is our email address. Or if you want to just comment on our social media posts with the topic idea, we would be more than ready to banter about it. Bye. Bye.